Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today, I have a returning guest who's been here somewhere between three and five and 12 times. I don't know how many, but anyway, I'm really excited about today's episode because I have Kara Ayala, who is my wife of 23 years. I'm just really excited about uh, today's episode because she has launched a community called Rain, which is a community, and I'll let her get into this, but it's a community for women, uh, specifically women who are accredited investors and want to grow together in community and learn financial investing, but then also other pillars too. And so I'm just really excited about what she's building and the women that have joined and the feedback has just been phenomenal. Uh, you know, this has been a man's world for a lot of years and Kara talks about this a lot, but you know, even a lot of people probably wouldn't know this, but even in the, up until the early eighties, like women couldn't even get a business bank account without their husband. And, you know, we think that those ages are so far gone, like hundreds of years ago, but really, again, this is still a man's world and, and seeing what Kara is building here has been super exciting and phenomenal. So Kara, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, I'm super happy to be here. So excited about what Rain & Co. is and the women that are joining. I think, you know, like you were saying, the the past for women and being like in a position of being in the financial world or being in the conversations, you know, there are women who are, you know, they are in those conversations, but it, but the in comparison to the general population, it's really low. I think it's like 3% of real estate investors are female. Um, which is just insane to me. Um, and, you know, thinking about your finances, you should have like a say in that. You should know what's going, what's happening. If you're married, I don't care if your husband is the provider. Um, I love a man that is a provider. I think it's built in you guys to be providers. So I love that about men. But I do think that sometimes women just put that off onto their husband or to their partner or to their dad or whoever that is in their life, um, just because that's what, the way we've been raised. And so I really just want to empower women to have the confidence to be in the conversations and have um, the confidence to make investment decisions for themselves as well. You know, uh, we've talked about this a lot, but I don't think we've ever talked about it really on this show. But, you know, we've always done pretty much everything that we do together. And it's not that we don't have our own masterminds and, and groups that we're involved in, et cetera. But when it comes to like events that we go to and a lot of the masterminds, we do a lot of things together. And you've said this a lot of times. Um, we go to a lot of events where there's guys that are always like, they ask me like, how did you get your wife to come to this? And I've heard you say a couple of times, well, like, have you ever asked her? Have you ever invited her into that world? And I think a lot of times, just to your point, it's something where, it just is how it has been. And I talk to guys still a lot today. I, I guarantee you, if I went and thought about specific conversations, probably four or five in the last month that are like, my wife's just not really interested. I remember I had drinks with a guy a few weeks ago and we were just having this conversation and he was like, well, how do you, how do you get your, like, how do you get Kara excited about this stuff? And I'm like, I don't get Kara excited about this stuff. Like she's excited about it, but it's because it's part of our conversation and we've done things different too. Like we, we're not, we're not the couple that is at dinner or on date night or whatever, and doesn't talk about finances or business or investing or whatever, because that's what we're excited about. Now that doesn't mean that that's all you talk about, but I think inviting the conversation into 
our daily lives is the important part of inviting your wife or your husband into that world. Well, and having a bigger vision too. I think that that's a big part of it is having a vision that it's not, you know, I think sometimes people can be turned off by money or investing, or it seems just so, I don't know, like numbers driven. And it has to be bigger than that. It has to be bigger than the amount of money. It has to be bigger than than money itself. It has to be bigger than the business, the in, than the investments. It has to be about something bigger than that. And I think that that is probably a big part of it too, is because, you know, as men, you know, maybe that's fun to talk about when you're in your men's circles of like how much money you make. But like a lot of women, they care about purpose and they care about vision and they care about where that money, what's that going to do for me and my family? You know, it's not really about and men, too, but I'm just really sp- speaking specifically to women. And what I've seen with women is they want it to be about something more than just, you know, having a lot of money because, they want to make an impact with their money. And so I think creating the vision of like, what is this going to do for, for us as an individual? You know, what is, what is investing and having passive income going to do for me as an individual? If you're a woman listening or you're a man listening, I think it first starts with the individual and the purpose that they, that that's going to create for them as an individual. Is it going to give them time freedom? Is it going to give them the places that, you know, taking vacations and traveling, um, maybe even providing vacations for extended family members? Like, can you do things like that? Or doing a, a passion project. Maybe you are in a career that you don't really desire to be in and there's something you're really passionate about, but it doesn't really have financial backing behind it. You can use investing to actually do what you're passionate about because you'll have passive income coming in to do what you're passionate about. So I think it first starts with the individual and then it goes into like your family and your extended family and friends and how is that going to impact that? And then there's the bigger purpose, which I think a lot of people avoid this one. And we've been talking about this a lot and been really inspired with the Wellspring Mastermind that we joined us. It has to be bigger than just your family. It has to be bigger than just your friends. It has to be something that's going to impact the world and make a difference in the things that you really care about. You know, I love um, d- just even bringing the, the impact conversation into it. I was, when we were at the Wellspring, uh, there was you know, one-on-one paired interviews. And I was uh, with this guy and he was talking about uh, one of his goals was to increase their giving to 90%. And he said, in order to do that, that means that all my businesses have to be performing and, and doing well. And that means all my investments have to be doing well. And it was such, such a shift around the thought process and the energy. But I love, I love bringing it back to what you were saying too. I think so many people avoid the money conversation because it's an energy drain. We're thinking about it wrong. Um, or, you, you know, you were even talking about just getting passionate and having the vision around it. I think so many people avoid that money conversation, even as a couple, because it's not an energetic, passionate, exciting conversation because we're struggling through it. And really in order to shift that conversation, you literally just have to shift it mm-hmm. because you are struggling. It's, it's not ignoring the situation that you're in, or where you're at, it's shifting the energy around it and trying to figure out, you know, how do we create that vision that you were talking about? And that's what I love about what you're doing at Rain because you're taking women and getting them excited about that vision and that purpose and that passion in all areas of life. And even with, with men, I know that like in the finance and investing world, a lot of times it is just about money. There's certain events and conferences and everything else that are just about money. But the organizations that I've been a part of that are the best, it is that holistic viewpoint. And it's not just us talking about money. It's that whole realm. And that's what I love that you're building at Rain. You're talking about that whole community, that whole purpose aspect, that holistic view. 
Yeah. Um, as you were talking, I just was reminded of, you know, just that conversation of the energy around money and changing that conversation. You know, we have, there's, there's a couple that we are friends with and he is really, really successful and really passionate and has created so many opportunities for their family. And she, you know, it, and this is this is really interesting and something to pay attention to is it feels like it's taking him away from mm-hmm. them when he focuses on that. So shifting the energy around of what is this creating? Um, but then, you know, you see her seeing what the, the difference it can make and the impact. And she's like, I can get behind this because mm-hmm. there's a purpose behind it. So giving your money a purpose and talking about what is the big vision. I think that that's such a, a big big part of it is coming into alignment if you have a partner of what is the big vision or even if it's just you yourself what is that big vision and really connecting your why to that big vision because that is where um, you're really going to shift that energy around money so i'm really curious Kara. the majority of my audience is men um, which i think is what's amazing about the fact that you've created rain but first this is a two-part question the first part of the question is for the women that are listening to this, why did you create Rain, and what can they expect from being in the community? Um, the reason I created Rain was actually kind of a selfish reason. Um, it's something that I was desiring. I wanted to be surrounded by other women who want to make impact in the world, who want to create financial freedom for their families, um, and actually have a place where we can ask questions, build the confidence in women, so that when they are in conversations with their husband or with men or with even other women, they know what they're talking about. They know the questions to ask when they're making investments. Um, But then there's also the community aspect. So the community aspect, I think, is probably one of the most important, is having other women who are wanting to create financial freedom and time freedom and um, really get behind their whys with each other and have that those authentic relationships with other women who are doing big things as well. So um, with within RAIN, there's kind of three components. There's the community aspect, which is what I just talked about, you know, those um, building those relationships with other women who are at your level. And then there's the financial education piece, bringing in experts with all asset classes. So we'll have, um, it'll be a great place for you to identify what your investment philosophy is and what your why is, because we're going to bring in just so many different speakers um, around different asset classes, different options and ways you can grow your income or your passive income. And then also, you know, tax advisors, lawyers, um, but then money mindset, because that's a really big piece of it. If your mind isn't right when you're investing and your emotional intelligence isn't at the level that it needs to be at, it's not going to work out very well. You might do one deal and and bail out, right? So um, a lot of it is going to be focused on that as well. And then also we will be bringing investment opportunities to the group. So I have a board that's going to be sitting with me to make sure that everything coming into the group is, you know, something that we would all invest in um, so that there's a protection piece to that so that people feel safe when an investment is brought to the table, that it's something that's been vetted by professionals already. Um, We're going to focus on cash flowing assets. So things that are going to actually be putting money into your bank account um, monthly or quarterly, not taking away or not like a long-term game of something like maybe someday you'll make money. You're going to start making money off of these investments right away. And then building really that net worth of your individual so that we can actually grow your passive income Um, past your active income. That's really the goal behind it. Um, And then we have a couple pillars too that we're going to be focusing on. I don't know if you want me to get into that yet. Yeah, sure. 
Um, the first one is really wisdom, um, really tuning into the wisdom that women naturally have. Um, it's been said actually that women are actually better investors because we're so in tune to our wisdom and the wisdom that we've already been given. So we'll be bringing in a lot of, um, of things, just really nurturing that wisdom piece of us and building back into us that the confidence in that wisdom. Um, and then the second one is is wealth, of course. Um, that'll probably be our biggest focus is really focusing on growing our wealth and and really pouring into that that wealth knowledge that we have and and expanding our wealth. Um, the third one is wellness because if we don't have our health, we don't have anything, right? So really bringing in speakers um, all around our health, whether it's mental or physical, um, experts on, around that too. Women's health is really important and there's a lot of misinformation out there around women's health. So bringing in that piece of it too, we'll be focusing on that part of us. And then the third piece is wild and that is really just the version, the little girl inside of you that maybe was told to sit down and just be pretty, right? <laughs> We've all heard that is like, be quiet and just look cute. And, you know, there's more to us than that. And so that wild version of us who we were before the world told us to be, we'll be pouring into that as well. Okay. And so now I want to address the guys in the crowd. And you said something a few minutes ago um, that kind of, you know, piqued my mind set around this. Uh, I, I don't think that, I don't think it's ever either or. We we were at lunch with a couple the other day and and the the wife is really interested in investing and they're both successful they've got great careers and the wife's interested in investing and you know the husband not that he's not interested in investing but she's like gung ho right um so it's not a man woman thing it's not a female male thing i think just predominantly i think if you lined up 100 men and 100 women there it'd probably be a much larger ratio of the guys that are interested in investing but i've heard this a lot lately I've heard women whose husbands are successful, you know, W2 guys, they're, they're in a business. I mean, there's even a person in your group that was talking the other day that her husband's a successful business owner, but he's getting tired. And so she wants to learn investing in passive income. And the thing that piqued my interest, and so before we get over to the guy question, um, this doesn't have to be an either or thing. And a lot of times it's like, um, well, that's his role or that's her role. And the thing that I've been seeing is, and I think what's made us strong is like, there's a partnership in this, just yeah. like, you know, Russ Gray used to say all the time, if two partners have the same strength, one of them's not needed. And it's kind of the same when it comes to marriage as it is with business partnerships. It doesn't have to be both of us doing all of everything. Like literally if the guy's busy and he's running a successful business and, and the wife has been a stay at home mom, or she just wants to qu quit her her corporate career to stay home with the kids or whatever. There's so many different versions and opportunities that I've seen. And I think that's what gets really exciting about this. But I want people to understand that it doesn't have to be both of us doing it all together, right? No, I don't think it does have to be both of you all together. I do think at the high level, there needs to be communication. If you're in a partnership or a marriage, I think there needs to be communication regarding it. Um, but I think conquering and dividing, dividing and conquering, excuse me, um, is the best option as well. And as you were saying that, you know, this reminds me of my mom, actually. My dad has 
always had a really awesome career and they've lived overseas. Um, so she really couldn't have a career. Um, you know, when I was little, she, she worked, but when they started moving overseas, she didn't, she didn't have the option to really work. And so what was really cool to watch is that she invested a lot of their money and created these, you know, they invested in single family and apartment complexes and things like that. And now he's retired and they're, you know, he has retirement too, but they're living off of a lot of what she invested in Mm -hmm. during that time. And so I love that. And I love that it's an option for women to be able to stay home with their kids because a lot of women don't have that option. And so if you can create the income for you to, for you to be able to do that, I think that's really incredible. Yeah. And really it's, um, to your point of coming back together and getting on the same page, that is truly important because if, and I'm, I'm not going to make this, if your wife has gone out and, you know, she makes $700,000 a year or whatever, $300,000 a year, and you're accredited and you've got this huge 401k and the husband wants to, you know, go start investing, um, there can be a little bit of fear around that. And so I love what you said too, about from the high level, they have to be on the same page and they have to trust each other. And we also have to know that we're going to make some mistakes along the way. And so getting on the same page about that too, I think is extremely important um, because then we're not scared and we're not I love what you said about dividing and conquering, but the important part is making sure that we're not divided, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think like having the same vision, I think, I don't even know how much we could, we could do a whole episode just on being in alignment with your overall vision is the most important thing within a marriage because, you know, I can think we should do such and such with our money and you can think something else, but if we're not aligned with the whole vision, then when we when opportunities come, we don't know how to answer those questions because our overall vision isn't aligned. So I think once your vision is aligned, I think that's the first step. But then when the opportunities come, you can easily answer, like, does this line up with our, our why? Does this line up? Does this fund the big vision that we're going after? Does this create more freedom in our lives? It just helps it to your decisions become easier when that's really in place first. You know, I have to do this. This was not the intention, but working together as couples and learning to work together as couples is probably one of the most important things that we can ever do, whether it's financial or the way we parent or, you know, date night or, you know, lifestyle, any of the areas that we get into learning to work together is probably the most important part of all of this. And specifically when it comes to, you know, growing our finances and all of that together, a lot of times you see, um, we say this with the couples mastermind all the time. A lot of times you feel like you have one person that, you know, is in the front seat of a rocket ship and the other person's in the back seat, which is really what, you know, we're kind of getting at with all of this. And so great opportunity to just say that, um, we are hosting a couples event this November. It's going to be our first ever event. There's only spots for 20 couples. And so if you're interested in that, and if you're interesting, the number one question that we get all the time is like, how do you, how do you guys do this? How do you do that? And learning to work together as a couple and learning to manage our finances, like you said, from that upper level is probably one of the most important parts. So just a quick shameless plug. If you're interested in the couple's mastermind, text the word event to 480-531-7519. And we'll make sure that we get you the information for that. Like I said, there's only going to be 20 spots. This is an event we're super excited about because this is um, you know, just kind of back to the topic here and why you created rain and learning to work together in our finances and all of that as a couple, it's probably the most important yet most challenging thing. And I think a lot of times there's so much stress around money that we stick our head in the ground. And usually there's one that deals with it more than the other. 
And the reality is trying to figure out how to come together and get an alignment around that is super important. I agree. And just speaking to that, I think the reason why there's so much stress is because we're in, we stay at a low level and we're in the muck of it rather than coming up to that higher level of, you know, the vision, the vision piece of it. But then also, you know, I think we're even raised this way of like, go to school, get a job, find your career for life, right? Like it's just ingrained in us from the time we're little, like, what are you going to be when you grow up? What are you going to be? You know, you hear that when you're like five years old. Mm -hmm. And so when you're constantly thinking that, then it becomes part of your identity, what your career is. And really, you know, that's just like, a, and it, it can be a part of your identity. Like you can be very passionate about what you do. I'm very blessed that I get to be, to do things that I'm really passionate about. But there's also been a lot of things that I'm not very passionate about. But I think with that becomes, there does become a division because we, cre we get money from our careers, right? And so that's where a lot of the division can come from. Because we're identifying with a career and it's like, this is your career. This is my career. I'll handle mine. You handle yours rather than, okay, but those are just the tools. Those are just the vehicles for the big vision. So I think we get it backwards um, and we put so much focus and emphasis on what the career is mm -hmm. that it takes away from the big vision of like, oh, but what do we really want our life to look like? Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I'm, I'm thinking back as you say that too, like one of the reasons why we really, um, where I guess where the couples mastermind kind of started from was when we did the couples goal setting retreat and we've always set goals. But when we came away from that too, I remember um, Jay and Wendy Papasan talking about how every year they would set these goals, right? And when you're talking about, you know, putting your head in the sand, I think this is a really important thing because we stay at that low level because we're just trying to get by and we don't have a bigger vision and we're not surrounded by people that are thinking bigger. And so when we were there with um, Wendy and Jay, again, we've always set goals, but I think that kind of propelled us to a next level. And we said, you know, how do we, how do we start working with couples around this? Cause we love it. But that being said, I remember Wendy saying that, um, the conversation about the ranch and she said, this ranch kept showing up on Jay's vision board and like his goals. And she was like, like finally after two or three years, she said, Jay, is this real? Like, do you actually really want this ranch? Cause she thought it was like this, you know, just great idea or whatever. And it was like, but then she, it, it hit her that he's like serious about this. And so then they connected around something that was much bigger. And I don't remember the timeline, but within a year or two years, they had this ranch, right? And it's such a powerful lesson because I think so many times, like you're talking about, we stay in that low energy because we're not connected and we're not dreaming about, okay, what's possible and how do I get there? And, you know, we've always thought about this. I've always been the person that's like, okay, how much more money do we need to make? Not like where I hate cutting costs. Like, it's, it's not in my he nature. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely do. I hate being on a budget. I, I, it feels like there's shackles on me. Now, it's a good thing in my favorite book, Richest Man in Babylon talks about, you know, it's the first time that I ever let like wisdom around a budget, like actually sink in for me. Cause one of the rules of gold is like control thy expenditures. And I remember the way they said it, everybody in the room was like, you know, huffing and puffing when they got to the point, every, like a lot of people love to learn how to make more money, but they don't want to talk about controlling expenses. And I'm that. But I remember Arcad in the book, he said, who would set thy budget? Mm -hmm. You do. And so the reality is it doesn't have to be a negative energy around it. Just back to that low vibration. When, we're, when we don't have enough money to make, end meets, make ends meet, and you might be saying, well, Mike, that's easy for you guys to say you're successful. No, we're successful because we got out of that low vibration and that low place that Kara was talking about. And what I think is important is getting surrounded by people that are bigger, which again, back to rain, I think is why it's so powerful that you've created this women's community, but 
connecting as husband and wife around that and setting those goals together and getting into that higher vibration, whether it's, you know, if you need to join a group, if you need to join our group, if you need to find a friend circle that you go to dinner with once a month, whatever it is, that's how you're going to get out of that low vibration. And again, I hate being controlled by, you know, what I can't spend. I want to figure out how to go make more money. And that's really like what I love about rain is it's, it's a community of women that isn't just focused on making more money, but how do we become that, that higher vibration version of ourselves in all areas, but specifically, how do we become that version of ourselves when it comes to wealth? Yeah. And like really expanding. And I think, you know, you really touched on it, like the environment, the people that you're hanging around with, even, you know, in this group, even though I'm the one who like created it, I, I am like in this room with these amazing women who are stretching me and expanding me because when you get into a room with people who are thinking really big, which all of these women that are in this room are thinking big, um, you, it expands you because they're seeing from a different lens than you are. So I think it's so important that you get around people who think different than you and who are thinking bigger than you because then your eyes are open to, to if they can do that, then it's possible for me to do that. And really just focusing on the lifestyle aspect of it, you know, within rain, we do focus a lot on wealth, but it's all driven by that lifestyle. Like what is the lifestyle you want to live? Do you want to run a big business? Do you want to um, be an employee or would you rather have that passive income? Like really just driving it back to what does that look like for you and having the ability to change too when you want. Yeah. So I want to ask you to address um, some fear in number one women, or maybe it's the guys that are listening, scared to, you know, recommend their wife. Um, we've always, I don't mind being the dumbest guy in the room. In fact, I, is it uncomfortable? Yeah. Is it scary? Yeah. Am I going into events being like, you know, what value do I add here? And I'm the small, yeah, of course, but I'm always going to push myself to get into a bigger room. So I heard you say something a minute ago, like, you know, you're in this room with like these amazing women and I get to hear, you know, the good, the bad, all of it exciting about what's going on with rain. But for the woman that like, hears that and is like, oh my God, this room, I don't belong in that room. Who does belong in that room? Obviously it's for accredited investors, which maybe you can touch briefly on what that actually means. Cause I, there's been some confusion around that. But then also like, what do you say to the woman that is scared? Like, do I belong in this room? Or, you know, am I going to be the, the dumbest person in that room? And I only say that because that's how I refer to, to it with me, but there's some fear around that too. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're having that feeling at all, that's a sure sign that this is a room you're supposed to be in. I always, if I'm going to be joining any kind of um, going to an event or joining a mastermind or joining a group coaching, whatever that is, if I'm intimidated or feeling a little um, unsure of myself, I always know that that is a sign for me to move towards it mm. because it's a, it's, it's a signal and your, your body's giving you that signal to try to protect you, right? Because it knows its boundaries. It knows where you're at right now. But if you can go past that fear and step into that uncomfortable um, place, that's where your growth is gonna, going to happen. That's where you're going to expand. And yeah, if you're having that feeling, I think that that's probably your first sign that it's something for you. Um, there's definitely ranges of women in, in the room. There's women who are like, I want to learn to invest. There's women who are, have been investing actively for years. So we have all ranges of women. It's a place you can come and ask any question there. That's one of our main rules is, um, there's no dumb questions because, you know, there's so much in the financial world. There's all these big words, even accredited investor. It's, it's kind of a big word. So, you know, 
even with the application process, I've had women who mark that they're not an accredited investor. And we have to do a follow-up email saying, we noticed you marked you're not an accredited investor. What that means is, and it's you make $200,000 a year for the past two years and with the hopes of continuing that, or $300,000 with your partner as a household, or you have $1 million in net worth, not including your primary home. If that is you, then you are accredited. But people think that they're going to get this certificate in the mail or something that says that you're accredited or they have to take a test or something. And so really the vision behind it is to to remove all that stigmatism around that it has to be hard because really finances are simple. Mm -hmm. Um, Investments should be simple. And if it's too complicated, then probably there's some, you're missing something, right? But I think, you know, in society, we've been sold this lie that we have to hire these people to tell us what to invest because it's just so complicated. And really, it's pretty simple. It's just we have all these words and, and crazy things in place. And so this is really a place for you to come to learn all of those terms and, and learn the questions to ask and learn to think to like look at a deal. And that's the cool part is when we're bringing these investment opportunities, we will be going through the deals and whether you, you don't have to invest in it. Mm -hmm. So whether you invest in the opportunity or not, you're learning with each one, the questions to ask, does this align with your investment philosophy? And so that's the really great part of it uh, about it is it's a great place to come and learn. It's a great place to come and contribute. Um, Every person in that room, um, and you might be listening to this and thinking, well, I've never invested. It doesn't matter. Every person in the room has something to contribute to the room. Um, so if if you're listening to this and you're thinking like, oh, man, I don't know. That seems really scary. You're saying that, you know, it's stretching you. Yeah, that's the room you want to be in. That's the room that's going to expand you. And if you're a husband listening to this, like you want your your wife, you want your partner, you want your sisters, your your daughters, your nieces, you want them to be empowered in this because there's nothing more sad to me than somebody who, a woman who loses her husband or um, maybe he leaves her or she wants out of the relationship, but she can't because of finances. Um, so I think like empowering women to be able to to live the life that they, they desire. If you have a daughter, you never want her to be in a situation where she can't leave a relationship, right? And with your wife, you don't want her to, you know, you handle everything and then you die and then she doesn't know what to do and she has to go to the first financial guru who she can find on the internet and get advice from him and who knows if he has the best interests in mind for her. So having her in a room of women who, you know, are going to empower her to know these things herself, but also she's going to be in a community of women who have her back and can support her in any kind of situation she ever comes up against because it's not just about finances, it's about the holistic version of who she is. Yeah, I love uh, I, I love that, that, again, that you're building that whole holistic version. You know, finances are important, but but building that community around all of those pillars that you talk about is, is super important too. So I love what you talked about, about like the fancy words and complication. And, you know, I don't know if it was intentional. I think it was probably intentional, but I think the more complicated we can make things through college and education and requirements and tests that we have to pass, the the more smart we sound and the more we alienate everyday humans, if you will. And I do think that there's some intention behind that. And the reality is I love what you said, you know, finances are actually pretty simple at the end of the day. Two of my favorite books in the world 
our richest man in Babylon and rich dad, poor dad. And while, um, you know, implementing and executing on that is not simple, it's not easy. The principles and everything, the language and the way they talk is simple. Mm -hmm. And what I love about richest man in Babylon is it's the five rules of gold and the seven rules of gold. And it's the same stories over and over. And if you talk to anybody that's really, really successful, they did the same things over and over and over and got good results from it. And so I love that you bring it back to that because, you know, complicated words and, and, you know, all these things that private equity guys use and everything else, it doesn't have to be like that. And we're not actually, I don't even actually care about deals like that. I'm not looking at, you know, billion dollar deals at this point in time. We're bringing this down to simplicity. And I love that you brought it back to that. Yeah. I think it's really important for me um, that women can get just gain that confidence to be able to make those decisions for themselves. And, you know, even thinking of a financial advisor, you know, they go to school for like six weeks to to become your financial advisor. And, you know, that saying of like, it's the only place that, you know, Rolls Royces roll up to a guy driving a Camry to get advice from, from wealth building. Um, and so it's just so silly to me that we just hand our money over to somebody who went for six weeks. I mean, you have to go to hair school for longer than that. Mm-hmm. Like somebody to cut my hair has to go to school longer than somebody who I'm going to hand over my 401k and my finances to. No, thank you. Like I would rather me be able to take charge of my money and and make those decisions. Now, does that mean I'm not going to use somebody like that at times? Absolutely not. Like there's a place for that, but it's they're not in charge of all of my of my finances. I have enough sense in me to be able to distribute my money how I want. Yeah, I love it. So for the guy who is listening to this and is like, you know, I really would love for my wife to be part of a group like this. How do you approach that conversation? This was the, I'm kind of closing the loop here. This was the second part of the question. Um, Because we talked to so many people that are like, I wish my wife would get involved. Um, How do you, how do you propose that we even like address this? Well, I'm going to sound like a repeating record, but first it starts with that really that vision, um, creating a vision bigger than just the money coming in or talking about numbers. I mean, even like if you think about investing, that might sound boring to her. Like she might be like, why would I want to be a part of an investment club? That sounds really boring to me. And honestly, if I'm being honest, if I hear that, just that, it kind of sounds boring to me too. So I think, you know, inviting her, finding out what does excite her if there was a bigger vision, if it wasn't just about, you know, what could this create for her? So if, if they together could create X amount of passive income, what would that do for their lives? How would it change their day-to-day lives? So kind of tapping into what she desires, first of all, I think that's probably the first thing, and then creating a vision around that. And then, you know, having her say, you know, the women in this group, we're not just talking about money, no. right? And I think that that's the biggest part of it. It's does she want to have relationships with other women who are real mm-hmm. and want to get real about the struggles that, that they're facing and have support? And I think the biggest thing that we're lacking in society today is community, like true community. And mm-hmm. I think that that's our biggest asset that we have is community. Because if something bad happens to you, um, we recently had some friends um, who tragically lost their baby. Um, but one thing that she sh- shared with me is that the community that they've, you know, the rooms that they've been in and the community that they've surrounded themselves with, they're just blown away 
because in times when you're in need, you need that strong community around you. And so if you're, you have a wife and you're like, I would love her to join this, you know, have her come follow me because I'm not only talking about money. I'm talking about her as an individual, finding her passions, being a mom, being a wife, like all of those things matter to, to me, our relationships. I think anything in your life revolves around a relationship. So we have to adjust according to that and not based on numbers. So I think, you know, introducing her to me would be a really great start because I don't just talk about money. I think yeah. money is a tool. I use money as a tool and I'm separated from it. I'm not attached to it, but I'm going to use it to the full extent that I can to accomplish the life that I desire to live. And so I think, you know, just em empowering her to come follow me on Instagram, tell her to reach out to me. I'm really active and communicate in my DMs all the time. Um, and, you know, really tapping into what she desires. I think that's the most important is mm -hmm. tapping into what she desires and what she's longing for um, in her life. You know, I was thinking when you first started saying that too, and like you said, you're going to sound like a broken record, which I think is a good thing because again, it's simple. It's reinforcing the same things over and over. Um, but I was thinking about it, like, you know, there's some accredited investor deals that you can get into for 50K, 100K. And, and again, from a higher vibration standpoint, um, you know, we've set some goals to invest a certain amount every year passively with, you know, other people, et cetera. It's, it's that simple, really. Maybe getting the conversation around when you're talking about like the goals and the vision, you know, maybe it's uh, to take an extra trip. So what do you need in order to take an extra trip every year with the kids? $15,000. Okay. What would we need to have in investments at a, you know, 5% or 10% or 15% return? Well, at seven and a half percent return, if you had a hundred K invested over two years, you could get to the point where you've got 15 K, you know, every two years we could take an extra vacation or whatever. And I think it's just getting down to that level of tactics around investing. And we almost always exceed those goals once we start, you know, really going through that process. So I, I just, I love the way you approach that. Like what's the vision behind it? Yeah. Because that's the bigger picture, right? Like what are you going to do with a hundred extra hundred thousand dollars? If you don't create the vision first, you're probably not going to create that extra hundred thousand dollars. Um, or you're not going to, you know, there's not going to be any urgency in it, but if you can create the vision and paint the vision for what, you know, and I like to just really go crazy with it. Like the sky's the limit. Like what is possible? You're actually really good at this. Like, Hey, let's own a jet. Let's, um, get a yacht, like things like that. But if you can expand your mind really big to what is possible and then, work it backwards. Like, okay, so that's like in 10 years, that's in 20 years. What are we going to do this next year? That's going to stretch us. Cause it has to stretch you a little bit. Um, I'm really, really big on having things that are going to stretch you and expand you as a person. Because the other cool part about this is you're expanding, you know, in order to hold wealth, you have to expand the person that you are. And so we, re that's one thing we really focus on is who do I have to become? Who, what is the woman that, that, can hold this wealth? Who is she? Mm -hmm. How is she interacting in her relationships? How is she spending her time? What is she delegating that no is no longer serving her in her day-to-day -day life? Like, what are the things um, that she has to expand as a person? Or maybe she has team members. Like, it, I mean, there's all, we have people in the room that are stay-at-home moms. We have business owners. We have coaches. We have real estate investors. So it's all over the board in there. And it's really just like digging into you as an individual. Love it. Love it. Well, I think it's time to put a bow on this. Um, any final words and where do people go to find out about rain, whether it's for their spouse or whether it's for themselves or whether it's for their aunt? 
Where do people find it? Yeah, um, probably the easiest is www.reignand.co. So it's reignand.co. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, Kara underscore Ayala, or you can go to reignand.co on Instagram as well and message me there. You can apply. Um, I think any final words I would have have is just to really like put belief in yourself. Um, I think so many times we're, we're told that, you know, you're, you're born into this, you're born into this amount of money or you have special gifts and, you know, you, you're able to grow into whoever you want to be. And so I just want to invite anyone who, you know, you have a loved one who you think would be awesome in this room or, you know, it would expand them. Or maybe you're listening and you're like, I really want to expand myself in that or I want to be surrounded with other women. The other cool part, I didn't mention this and it's probably one of my favorites, is we're going to be taking some really fun, bougie trips. And so it's going to be such an expansive place. So if this is you, just reach out to us and we would love to have you. Yeah. And I can't think of a husband in the world that wouldn't be excited for that version of his wife that came back from one of those bougie trips. So if you're thinking, man, I don't know if my husband would let me go on that, or I don't know if my wife, I've seen you come back from amazing events with women where you're just like on fire. And I know I'm the same when I go off with the guys and these are not necessarily just, you know, NCAA trips or whatever it is that, that we do, that might be part of it. But the reality is like when we get in that community and we grow to that next level, it's huge. So um, I'm really excited about what you're building and I appreciate you coming on. I think this is going to really change. Um, it's going to change a lot of lives. I agree. I'm excited. If you've found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.